Hello, I'm Phil and welcome to the Who's He video podcast. Now, with another series of Doctor Who over, we have a long wait until the next series airs. And even that is up in the air at the moment because as I recalled, we're on the midst of the coronavirus lockdown and pretty much all TV and film productions have well, shut down indefinitely. So to pass the time, I thought I could do a few short vidcasts to A, keep my sanity whilst being locked in and B, to hopefully keep you entertained whilst you're locked in also. So let's talk about Gallifrey. Ah, Gallifrey, why do writers not get you? To try and understand that question, let's go back to the beginning. Doctor Who began with our hero on the run from his own people, and for years we didn't know who or they were or where he or they came from. It wasn't until the second Doctor story, The War Games, that we found that the Doctor's race were called Time Lords. And they were someone to be scared of. Shrouded in mystery and extremely powerful, the Doctor was extremely reluctant to call on their assistance as he knew this would be the end of his freedom. Though we do see the titles crop up again in Terror of the Autons and the Three Doctors, we still didn't learn the name of the Doctor's home planet until the third Doctor story, The Time Warrior. However, as in Terror of the Autons and the Three Doctors, we start to see that the writers of these stories seem to have different ideas on how, to the, how the Time Lords should be portrayed. The mysterious godlike beings from the war games were already changed by the time we get to the Three Doctors. Now when we do get our first look at Gallifrey society in A Deadly Assassin, we now find it full of creaking and ageing old men squabbling amongst themselves. And if we move forward to the 1980s, the Time Lords are still bureaucrats, but gone is the gothic look of the deadly assassin, and is now replaced with a hideous coffee shop chic that screams yuppies, filofaxes and mobile phones the size of small cars. But when the show relaunched in 2005, Gallifrey was gone, and the Doctor was the last of the Time Lords. At the time, Who fans were in uproar. No change there, I know, but to be honest, I kind of agree with them. As we've always maintained on our audio podcast, the Time Lords and Gallifrey were the main reason the Doctor travelled around in time and space. He was on the run. But the other side of the argument for no Gallifrey and no Time Lords, and one of the reasons that Russell T Davies did this, was so new viewers could get on board with the show without all the canonical baggage. But, of course, over a period of time, Gallifrey did come back in stories such as The End of Time and Hell Bent, and most recently, in Ascension of the Cybermen. But here's where the problems start. Once RTD and Stephen Moffat and Chris Chibnall brought Gallifrey and the Time Lords back, they didn't seem to know what to do with them. In The End of Time, Gallifrey came back for about all of five minutes before being dispatched back into the Time War. In Hell Bent, the Doctor returned to Gallifrey to pluck Clara from death, only to leave it all behind again. And in Ascension of the Cybermen, the Time Lords and Gallifrey were destroyed. Again. You see, perhaps, just perhaps, Gallifrey and Time Lords just aren't that interesting. I mean, let's look at the facts. They don't interfere in the affairs of others. They're a society of bureaucrats, it seems. And there's no real mystery to them anymore. In Ascension of the Cybermen, Chris Chidner introduced another facet to the Doctor's past, in that she is the original Time Lord and not even from Gallifrey. So while it introduced another mystery to the character of the Doctor, does he add anything to Time Lords and Gallifrey? Well, yes and no. While this did add another layer of history to Gallifrey, it was explained pretty much in full, so that mystery was removed at the same time. And it didn't really add anything new. We already knew the Gallifreyans could regenerate, and all it did was to remove the mystery as to how that came about. For over 50 years we have just accepted that they can regenerate. It doesn't really need explaining. 
But that appears to be what modern audiences and modern Who fans want now. Everything explained and classed as plot holes if it isn't. So, can we pinpoint where this all started to go wrong for Gallifrey, and why writers never seem to know what to do with it and the Time Lords? Well, I think it started not with a deadly assassin as most people seem to point the finger at, but with terror of the Autons. Who can forget the sight of that Time Lord in what a British businessman supposedly dressed in at the time? A bowler hat, pinstripe trousers, and carrying a furled umbrella. This is where the Time Lord stopped being godlike and became stuffy and boring and, well, normal. Perhaps the War Games should have been their first and last appearance? While a lot of long-standing Who fans decry how RTD, Moffat and Chibnall have been disrespectful to Gallifrey, take a good look. It goes back a lot further than that. Thanks for watching.